Hey guys, Lucas Melby here. Podcast is a whole new pod, all about Disney Channel original movies. But I'm just, I want to get serious for a bit. Last episode, we ended things kind of heated. Maybe said some stuff I shouldn't have. And I just wanted to open this podcast, mea culpa style, to say, Sam Blazing, he's a great guy. He's he's a father now. You should respect that man. Respect him. And I'm sorry for the things I said. Were you expecting something else? Fuck you, Sam Blazing. No, fuck you, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, how, how, how else could I ever want to introduce Jacob Talajan? Thank you. I would say when I do introduce Is that Jacob, what you're hoping you would get from me? I don't know. I don't, ho- I don't ever hope for much from <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, when I've... Uh, Played into my plan. Now Jacob looks like an asshole. I was going to make a joke that... Oh, when I introduce Jacob to other people, but let's be real. <laughs> I'm not meeting anybody new or certainly not in a cer- circumstance with Jacob Talajon. So it's true. That's but as fair. I said, yes, we are the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies, That's though right. for this uh, episode, as well as a couple of our preceding, we are existing within the mysterious Disney original movie we realm. Work with that. With Did you introduce yourself our... as Lucas Melby? Yes, I okay. did. Okay. Make sure. We're all thrown off. Yeah. Jacob Telljohn. Yeah. Well-timed. This is a Christmas Perfect. episode. This, you might We're a little over a time. week out from Christmas. Jacob, I don't know if we've, we've covered this before. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Is it The Naughty Nine now? No. I, 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 that's actually a tough one. I don't know. Part of me wants to say, like, Home Alone. Part of me wants to say... I think I have told the Elf. story of the first time I watched Home Alone in its entirety. I kind of felt like I want to rewatch Home Alone this year, so... My family gathers if we have like, a, I, I know a my, movie, Christmas movie night, and maybe we'll push for a home. I, I think my parents like that uh, Christmas story one, the, the you know, with Ralphie and stuff. I, I like how, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what is it? This this Christmas story <laughs> one? Oh, yeah, real <laughs> obscure. <laughs> it only shows uh, nonstop on Christmas Eve on a probably multiple television network. I would probably say Home Alone. Maybe like, you know, and then, you know, Elf in the last, you know. 20 years i i used to really dislike elf but i watched it recently and i'm like you know what that movie's good i'm not gonna say it's great but i can appreciate it where before i don't know just really annoyed There's, will ferrell just really annoyed me the the most that one, one time i watched like i i don't yeah I, I mean i movies i haven't seen in a while that i know i used to really like like the jack frost movie i i'm i don't, I don't know <laughs> i just liked that <laughs> i liked it um and what was the uh the snowplow or snow day or whatever okay really so not one. christmas movies no. just snow related yeah winter then you'll soon be like oh uh, yeah uh what else uh babe pig in the city i i really used to like that uh, movie you have me stumped because now i want to say the tim allen santa claus but i don't know you could say whatever you want it's your favorite movie i don't know if i have like a maybe i have like a top five or like a mount rushmore as, as people okay. like to say it uh, of my thank you for movies. asking what my favorite yeah what are, what are your favorite you, uh, uh, my I, favorite's got to be the the nightmare before christmas okay that's the only enough. one i watch yearly yeah. and i kind of watched it yesterday my, my tradition is when i wrap my christmas presents i watch it but i don't really actually physically watch it too much because i'm doing christmas presents. yeah do, do you have a mount rushmore do you have like two or three others that kind of battle for that top spot or uh i think it's a wonderful life i mean okay. you know it's one of those where it's like is it it's still about the spirit of Christmas in a lot of ways, but it, large portions of it do not exist within Christmas. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's a good movie. And then Christmas shows up at the end. It's not like um, the Bill Murray Scrooge. That's not one of your favorite. No, <laughs> no, Die hard. It's really the gamut is like a couple I actually like 
a few that I will tolerate watching, and then the majority that I never want to see. I mean, we could talk about the ones I really like or dislike. Uh, Jingle All the Way, I think, has been established. Is it based in Minnesota? We we literally just like talked about this like an episode or two. I mean, it's filmed parts in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, as well as the live action Grinch with Jim Carrey. That movie. You don't is, like that, huh? <laughs> that movie is a, an assault on the senses. No, I, I like it. Though. But the ones naughty. I like, it's, it's Wonderful movie. Life, Nightmare Before Christmas, Krampus. Krampus, uh, we saw in theaters. That's a, that's a good one. Adam Scott. And um, The Muppet Christmas Carol. That's probably a, a top tier one for me. And I think I've talked about that one before. Uh, as well as, you know, it was the night if we want to be within movies we David covered Harbor. on this podcast. Uh, that's not Twas the night is Brian Cranston. Oh, it is. We watched the, it the decom this one. Show. The decom one. What's the Brian Harbor one? David Harbor? David Harbor. Just stop, Jake. I'm, I'm like <laughs> We're off the rails. On. It's Silent Night or <laughs> Silent fucking night. whatever. That's what it was. Uh, but did we add a new favorite to our list this time? No. No. Is it better than Christmas again? I would say up front, yes, but we can we can hash that out maybe a bit later. But we watched today The Naughty Nine, a movie that I had a little bit of trepidation uh, searching on my work computer. I I still did to look up the very scant amount of information on this movie out there because this is like the closest of the moment movie we've watched because it came out literally at this point less than a month ago. Very topical for once here on this show. And again, this is existing within the Disney original movie sphere. And that seems to have provided a greater production value, which we see right away with a fairly elaborate title sequence of lots of uh, CG Christmas lights moving around the screen, kind of blasting off like fireworks to give us the title, The Naughty Nine. The Naughty Nine. As well as the title card. December, which they I feel like they should have said like Christmas Eve or December 24th or something, because it is Christmas Eve where yeah. we meet our main character, Andy, played by Winslow Fagley. Winslow Fagley. I vaguely remember from another bad Christmas movie, 8-Bit Christmas, that I oh. think came out last year or two years ago. That movie, uh, I find to have very poor themes about Christmas in it. Similar to kind of the cynical themes that maybe one could argue Jingle All the Way has. I would just say that Jingle All the Way has very capitalistic themes and sucks. But Ape at Christmas it is bad. Don't watch it. I'd rather watch The Naughty Nine than Ape What is Ape It on? Is, is that a... I think it was a Max or HBO Max at the time. Gotcha. But Andy, who Jacob, whether he wants to admit it or not, repeatedly said he looks like a troll. <laughs> or maybe I just get troll vibes Ooh. from him, which I said, what does that mean? And Jacob He's didn't giving, answer. <laughs> giving troll. Uh, later on, I said, oh, he just kind of looks like an elf, which he becomes, kind of. And maybe. doesn't look like the actual elves in this no. movie. Bit of a Keebler elf, Ooh. you will. Okay. He's in his principal's office because... I thought it was going to be that like he's just repeatedly in trouble, but it seems like he's able to weasel his way out of situations where he's done a bad thing, but he's such a sociopath. Like he is very sociopathic in this movie that he's always able to lie his way through it. Yeah. So I don't know what he's specifically brought in here, but this is all a ploy for him to fake cry in front of the principal, say he's sorry, he didn't mean to do something to bad. To steal a key. So that she comes in to hug him. Yeah. And he swipes a key. Yeah. That then uh, he meets up with his friend Dulce. They are both 
middle schoolers, one of the small amount of trivia that there was for this movie is here. Either he's at Griswold Middle School or McAllister. There's two schools mentioned, McAllister and Griswold. That's cool. Which are, of course, Jacob's. You maybe just heard the, the microphone rock oh my again. God. It's because like, his gigantic cock is hitting the microphone. So Clark Griswold reference. is a reference to uh, Christmas Vacation. Clark Griswold played, obviously, by Chevy Chase. And McAllister, the last, last name of the Home Alone. Kevin McAllister, played by Macaulay Culkin. Yep. Griswold McAllister. That's awesome. I love it. And Jacob didn't catch it. No, I didn't. It was subtle. It was a subtle reference. Some of these recent ones are beating you over the head with them. Yeah. So this is some whole big ploy, very kind of Ocean's Eleven style cut together where him and Dulce interrupt like the school. Well, first off, he records the principal. Yeah. Andy secretly records her. And then in a matter of minutes, you know, uses iMovie or something on his phone to edit together yeah. a video that is very clearly edited, but that he then plays for the school who are watching Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. To have the principal be like, I want you to blow off early today and leave at three o'clock. See you January. So then New there's year. a bunch of chaos that then they are able to use the key from the principal to break into or unlock the confiscated items room that then they start to after school charge kids to retrieve their confiscated like items. slingshots uh some gaming system i think but specifically of the people that get their items the first is lewis which yes we eventually he will join the titular naughty nine but is maybe not actually on the naughty list no but he still has an item that's confiscated so not without sin <laughs> so yeah lewis is uh I feel like they're all like supposed to be in the same kind of like two to three year kind of age gap, but some of them well, have generally how schools work. clearly have not gone through maybe puberty. I guess it could be in our tiny people. in our school system there were some middle school elementary school combos where it'd be like kindergarten through like sixth maybe seventh grade, uh, so maybe that's the situation here. Yeah. So Lewis is one kid who gets a confiscated item, and then Albert is a kid who wants a slingshot that was taken, but he doesn't have the money to pay them. But then he cries and is so adorable. Yeah, he puts on his his charm. He just, you know, the puppy puppy dog look, right? You know, the, you know, he's, he's adorable. Which somehow Andy, who does, he literally yeah. just did the same thing, gets played doing that. Yeah. And, and then he does like suckers, deuces. Yeah. And Jacob had to explain what deuces was to me. And I said. Chucking up the deuces. I don't understand the children of today anymore. <laughs> uh, so remember these characters. Yes. Then back at home. Andy's sister, Laurel, who we later see probably watching some YouTube videos of interrogations with body language experts because she's like, hmm, you were looking up to the right, which <laughs> means you were lying. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, she's reading a book about, I don't know, just how a giant how to spot a, li- a liar pathological liar, which is what Andy is. Uh, yeah. But she's like, oh, I heard from so-and-so's sister, brother, babysitter that you got sent to the principal's office because I think she's like a year older at, at a different school or something. Yeah. And uh, Andy lies his way through it to his parents who this is where we see like, oh, well, he's perfect because the next morning, fast forward a bit, he's looking for his present from Santa. He, he doesn't where have one. But the sister gets one, gets uh 
What does his history? A leotard for oh, yeah. the state gymnastics team, which she hasn't made yet. No, because the parents are like, I thought we agreed to not get her that until she makes the team. He's like, oh, your mother must have bought it. But then when Andy's like, why didn't I get a present from Santa? Laurel says, well, he doesn't give it to you or two naughty kids. And then his parents say, well, he's not naughty. So he does bad things, but he's able to cover it up and nobody knows. And Laurel's like, "Mm, I'm going to get you. One thing to point out is that night, again, Christmas Eve. Well, before that, like, I think Dulce had talked to him about, like, she wanted Santa to give her an archery set. So, like, they believe in Santa, though that seemed kind of weird for, like, Andy to believe in Santa. But then he hears his dad, who's essentially, like, a FedEx cargo logistics manager, that, oh, one of our pilots said he crashed into a reindeer. And and there were uh, hoof prints on embedded on inside so of So then Andy's like, I brain. believe in Santa. Let's go to bed. And then he has the great opening line the next morning and says, it's Christmas, people. <laughs> people. Yeah, it was a, a weird exclamation, I thought, too. We also then follow up with Dulce at her house where we see a panning shot of her brothers who have gotten presents from Santa We see that she has no present, but then the more shocking reveal is that she has two gay dads. Two gay dads. Like, we were talking, we almost thought this was like back-to-back-to-back movies with maybe gay dads, but we've at least had three movies now. Yeah, we don't think Prom Pact had one. In the last, Uh, like, five. But yeah, I mean, obviously, under wraps, one, there were two gay dads. Two. Mentioned off camera, but existed. Two was all about the gay dads. It was about a gay wedding. And they kissed. I don't know if you guys remember that. They they mulled each other. And then we had Slumber Party, and now with a naughty nine plus two gay dads. (laughs) We watched this again on Disney Plus with I Have a New uh, Commercial. We had a very, again, not too many ads we had to watch, but the one ad we had in the middle of the movie Seemed to be a car commercial that also maybe had two gay dads. Oh, uh, which yeah. Again, we don't care. We're not worried about that or anything no. as far as like wokeness in our movies. We just think it's funny. Uh, or at least that's I can only speak for myself. No, I, I think Jacob it's... was just like troll, troll. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then it's unclear if this all occurs then on Christmas because then they go to Lewis's house. To be like, we didn't get no presents from Sandy Claus. And Lewis is uh, very much the the guy in the chair. Fall into that trope of like uh, in the Spider-Man movies. I can't yeah. remember his friend's name. Uh, in the games, it's uh, Genki. He's you know doing the hacker stuff. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And he has created, I guess, I didn't quite pick up on how he assembled it, but some kind of algorithmic assessment that he pulls from, I don't know, data online. He got presents though, right? This is where they're like, you're not you're, naughty, yeah. right? And I thought it was going to be revealed that like later on, oh, he secretly was naughty. But he, but but his goal is he wants to just prove that yeah. the North Pole exists. Or, or he's never seen an image yet until now of the North Pole. Like he captured an image of it. So both he has created an algorithmic naughty list of his yes. own that has a million kids on it. And then he also has narrowed down where Santa's workshop is to a black void that then just last night appeared in space or whatever and yeah. he was able to get a picture of santa's workshop how so he just hacks satellites now yeah but not naughty no not totally naughty. chill not naughty but hacks it's a hacker but yeah my question was like wait lewis is not on the naughty <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's on the u.s like the nsa is naughty list <laughs> then we i think still maybe happened on christmas or maybe the day after christmas either way it still brings into question like christmas again where it's like 
why are these people working at the museum on Christmas or yeah. whatever? So then I almost called him Winslow. Andy quickly is uh, plan coming together in his mind. So he's first going to assemble the naughty nine. So then I, I don't remember exactly how he decided on nine or, or well, I, I mean, I guess he has like kind of labels. He's got a, he's got a Rolodex everybody. of bad kids in his mind. So like he wants like someone that can talk to animals, like an animal whisperer. Yeah, we shouldn't say actually talk to animals. She's no, just, just good with animals. So you have the animal whisperer. You have like a getaway driver, they call him. Yeah, so Her. Hayun is the getaway driver who is at a park where there are people shoveling snow. Like yeah, park workers. And like, is this Christmas? I don't think they need to shovel today. Rose is the animal whisperer. Yeah. Oh, Hayun. Uh, I can't remember what she was on the naughty list for. Rose is basically on the naughty list for doing like PETA stuff where she yeah. was freeing animals. The, I mean, the getaway one was just for like reckless driving. I think. Okay, that makes sense. Um. Then you have the one, the kid that just does the cute faces or whatever, like the, the cute distraction or whatever they yeah. call them. Uh, then we see, again, Christmas uh, gymnastics practice where yeah. they're focusing on Laurel, the sister. Which we didn't quite recognize because her like hair was done back. And yeah. She was in a leotard. And then she walks past this one girl who's mean to her. And I'm yes. like, wouldn't it be funny if she's actually the girl they were there for? And that was the case. It was she Bethany, was. the very good but very mean gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, who she was on the naughty list for like relentless snobbery or something so, like that. Like, did they ever see what Andy and Laurel, what their special things were? What their, uh, you know, well, what their titles were? Well, Laurel or... You mean Dulce? Yes, yeah, yes, she yes. can do a fake mom voice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Andy, he's the brain of the operation. Yeah. He's the the Danny Ocean. One final person that's besides five, Albert, three. who's the fake prior, Ooh. is John Anthony. Oh, yeah. Who is the master of disguise. Yeah. And he sells, we later learn, counterfeit clothes at like the mall. But he has like yeah. an actual store set up. Yeah. I thought it was going to be revealed because it says he's on the naughty list for unknown I guess kind of filled in because it's later revealed he doesn't design the clothes himself. Well, he, he just copies them. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he makes the clothes, but yeah, he just steals the ideas. I thought it was going to be that like something. he stole the clothes and he yeah. couldn't design clothes at all. But that no, wasn't no, it was, the case. It was a good, uh, good call, but no. Not so, yeah, it's maybe nine or we'll eventually get to the pilot and that makes it nine. I'm but not no, because sure. he's not affected, remember, by the naughty list because he's an adult. So they gather up in Andy's basement yeah. and Laurel's like, Bethany, what's, what are you doing here? She's here? like, fuck off. I don't like you. No, she's like, I'm here to learn practice with you for our next tournament. He's like, really? No. No, dumb bitch. Your brother invited me over. Andy tells them, hey, we're going to go like break into Santa's workshop. And so, they're all like, this is dumb as hell. So he has this awesome kind of like Lego slash. I don't know. What were the other kind of bricks you called them? Mini bricks. Mini bricks. But but like, he was mad. He was sad. He just got mini bricks. That's all he got. Christmas. He got like ten boxes from his I'm parents. Like, if those are all Lego sets, because we didn't see them. That's at expensive. First, like, that, that is very several expensive. several hundred dollars. Unless this in this universe, Lego exists and mini oh. bricks is like the cheap knockoff. But okay. if those were legit Legos, like that'd be expensive. Um, but he like constructs like a giant. I mean, he constructs what they believe to be santa's village off of the pictures satellite images yeah first though like all the kids because they're all like shits they're like this is stupid i don't believe in santa and he's like well is that just because you didn't get any presents he's like because if you didn't get any presents we're gonna get back at santa and they're all like oh yeah see here (laughs) fuck that fuck the big man fuck the fat man yeah so so they're they're all in on the -the glow-in-the-dark lego unnecessarily glowing. I thought it was cool. I thought it looked really cool. And like you you described it looking like Minas Tirth. Minas. (laughs) 
Thank you. Yes, Minas Tirith from Minas Tirith. Lord of the Rings, where it's kind of a tiered layout that's, that's that cool. seems to be all designed to block invading <laughs> armies from progressing too quickly <laughs> to the inner keep of Santa's workshop slash yeah. the vault where he keeps. So, Jacob, I, I think it was a vault for all the toys in general, but the, no. the toys that were in the vault were just for the naughty kids. Yes. So this is where good we both kind of had a thing where it's like, delivered. if they're on the naughty list, why does Santa yes, have toys? That's what I was confused by. Because this this movie also exists in the, the sense that like Bethany wanted the next model phone for Christmas. That's the, the always, I mean, especially for kids nowadays, like once you get past a certain age and you just want like the new phone or like a video yeah. game system, it starts to really be like, when you see representations of Santa's workshop, it's like, I don't want a bunch of dumb fucking blocks or yeah. hobby horses. This shit sucks because <laughs> no movie is going to like pay for the branding or whatever. Yeah. So this movie is like, no, Santa does give technology, which yeah. then means like, well, he doesn't and have an Apple sweatshop up in his. He's just like magicking it into existence with the, so snap why, of the fingers. Why does it need to be? Oh, I made a toy for all children. But if they're bad, then I lock it away in a vault. No one happens to it. Of course, the, the real answer is that there is no premise to the movie, really. That's true. But you could still find a way to just not have it be hyper-specific toys to the kids, and yeah. they just break in and steal shit yeah. unrelated to them. True. What one of them does. Very true. And she is the worst character. She's she was good and she then turned good bad. And then These kids bad. were just bad to start. Yeah, they came from broken homes. No, so much for character. Not not dual say though. We're character not saying two under, gay dads is a broken. No, home. We would never diss two gay dads. We're supporters, allies. Some of his final lines in this uh, rundown segment because he's assigning you know like oh we need you to do this and this and this this plan is going to be hard. We'll have a snowball's chance in Florida. That was funny. Uh, and then also, this will be the best Christmas we never had. Wow. Those are some good quotes. Felt like they should be like taglines on the movie poster, but I think I looked it up and it didn't have a oh, didn't have a good lame one. missed opportunity. Uh, maybe if they're listening to our pod, they it would be a little weird for it just to be like snowballs chance and <laughs> uh, so the Christmas we never had. That would have yeah. been a perfect one. So there's some basic cover stories that they're going to give their parents of being like, oh, you're going to be sleeping over with this kid. You're watching a dog at the Humane Society or whatever. And that's where Dulce puts on her fake mom voice. It's pretty, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i sure it's dubbed over. Yeah, was, Bozo it's, dubbed it, over. It would have to be dubbed. But it, it's still fun. It's a fun, fun concept. And then the last piece is, well, how are they even going to get to the North Pole? So that's where Andy goes with his dad to work at the airport. And then yep. he sneaks off. He's like, I'm going to take a fat shit. And his <laughs> dad's like, I don't need to hear this. So, and then he tracks down the pilot who claims. Bruno. Who, yeah. We who, don't talk about him. No, no, not really. Well, it's. You it's just a, did. It's a reference to a movie that oh. neither of us have actually watched. Oh. Encanto. Okay. But go on. I was just going to say, so he tracks down Bruno, the pilot that claimed to have came in contact with reindeer and Santa the night before. and they, He's been grounded. He, he convinces them. Well, because he's like, nobody believes me. And then I guess he kind of... He's like, I got to take a psych assessment. I got to take a selfie. I got to take a selfie with Santa to prove to my well, people. Well, I don't I don't know if he no. quite says a selfie. No. He says, Andy says, we can give you proof. Proof. That's all it use. takes. So he's sold, or he's convinced he and can And he also a gets a title card that Jacob referenced earlier that Bruno... Yes. Adults, naughty list does not apply. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, adults, you can just be bad with no consequences. Is it 18? Then. I wonder if 18 is age, you can just be naughty. 
without consequences. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, some might argue that's where the consequences start at 18. Well, only consequences from Santa Claus. So until from birth to 18, you know, it's it's tougher to be tried, you know, as an adult, obviously. But once you turn 18, then it's like actual, you know, you're done with the actual Thank you for government. explaining our legal system and yeah. that our society is not only based on the morals related to Santa, Santa Claus, Claus giving you presents. Santa Claus is our, our police force. Uh, at the last minute, Bethany backs out because her parents has bought her the phone. Yeah, how does that work? That's bullshit. Well, she's a rich bitch, you yeah. know, snobby girl. Snobby. So they have to convince Laurel, and yeah. she's not so much hung up on like, wait, you're telling me Santa's real or whatever? And he's able to kind of convince her like, oh, we needed somebody that we knew could actually do this, you know. Somebody, because that other girl chickened out. I know you won't. You, you're very better. You're much better than she would. Then she's because like, he's a sociopath. So yeah, he does. So she, oh no, you're the best. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. I've just been having a hard time lately. Well, we're gonna let you show how much better you are than Bethany to stick it to her. Yeah. So yeah, they convince her she's in. She wants to just prove that she's better. Yeah. yeah so so they go to the hangar and have a very dramatic walk up like uh i don't know what kind of movie uh, they would describe that from is it the right stuff is that the the, the astronaut movie maybe yeah. yeah but then it's like record scratch bruno's like no don't do that you're gonna get me caught and it's like <laughs> well what do you just want them to like walk single file in or yeah. i don't know it was like they wanted a joke but the joke wasn't really that good no so then they're just in the plane. Yeah, they load up into the cargo plane. He's he does have cargo. It's not just an empty thing. I don't know why he would ever need to go to the North Pole, but uh, he does and doesn't get caught or doesn't get told to stop leaving the area. I don't know. Well, we, they do encounter some concern as they get closer to the North. That's Pole. true. Fair enough. So on the flight, Rose, who's the animal girl, learns from John Anthony that he's never actually designed any clothes himself. Steals designs from people. But then they all put on their costumes and they all look great. So it's like, I don't know what the the concern was. Well, Uh, I think John Anthony didn't trust his own abilities. So this was like the first time I was able to actually express himself in his own way. It's trying to give a minor amount of character to all of the nine, which is hard to do because there's nine characters in the movie's 85 minutes. Yeah. So they're all dressed like elves. They're ready to go. But then Bruno gets like a call from ground support, basically. So I think they want to land at like a a runway that's nearby, but they're like, you don't have any reason to land. So then he says... One of the kids rips out like a port. Well, first he has the very funny line that my plane is sick. Yes, that's right. He's like, I'm a bad liar. And so then Albert just rips something off and they're like, well, now I got to land. So then there's like the the runaway crew. They're like, oh, we found your problem. It's this thing. The kids are hiding and they're like, we're going to fix your ship. Ship. Ship plane. (laughs) I've been watching too much sci-fi stuff or something. (laughs) I don't know. While that's being manned, the kids just hike off to go to the North Pole. They find the gate to the North Pole, which isn't like hidden. It's not like they need to go through the Candy Cane Mountains or anything. They're just there. Well, I mean, I guess it's in a way hidden because it's not Lewis had radar. to do all this shit. That's to true. Find it's not on radar or satellite. The grounds crew is saying like it'll take two hours to fix your plane. So they all got to have a scene where they're like, all right, and set. 
two hours. Then we do physically see a two hour timer on the screen. Yeah, there's a weird fade out of then like the snow being like the numbers ticking down. Ooh, and and we see that clock, I guess, throughout the movie. Yeah, and I guess it does come into play, but I kind of just forgot about it. Yeah, I don't even remember. Was the two hours just how long they predicted it would take? Yeah, so eventually when they get back to the runway, the plane's taking off. Yeah, Uh, we're not skipping there yet. No, we got quite a bit. So the little, the cute face kid. Has to distract an elf at the gate. So they arrive to they are there. the North Pole. They are at the North Pole. It took Pole. them about like 40 minutes. They they, they slip down a uh, short little hill and they all laugh at each other. Get all weird. Yeah, it is very It was weird. a weird scene. Um, but yeah, they they he distracts the elf. They sneak through. And now they're trying to find well, he, Santa's workshop. Through fake crying. She's yes. like, oh, no, it's a human child. And he's like, I'm lost. And she's like, well, that's kind of weird. Mama. But he's so cute that she yeah. brings him in. And then they sneak through the gate. Yeah. And then they kind of like all split up and they go into different directions. Like getaway driver and animal girl are getting together a sleigh with well, the yeah, reindeer. They go to the reindeer and they they find, what does it say, Dancer. And I don't remember what the other one was. I think it's Dasher. Dasher. And-, uh, and this is where I feel like I've probably told this story because I only have so many good stories. And this yeah. is a funny one. Uh, speaking of reindeer, Ooh. in our town without, I mean, we probably have said what real is before, but without yeah. specifically locating where we are, our town always does a big uh, lights, Christmas lights yeah. event gathering in like a park that's all done up with a lot of de- uh, decorations and lights. Yeah. And it's a park that's normally a petting zoo during the summertime. So in the wintertime, at this point, they bring in reindeer. Yes, I was down there on Wednesday. And see. And one time when I was going through that with my family, you can drive through it or you can walk through it. Yeah. We, there were some teens ahead of us and they, you know, are on their phones taking selfies or whatever. And some yeah. of them go, oh, look, reindeer. And one of their friends say, reindeer aren't real. <laughs> Coming from, of course, the late the situation of being like, well, Santa isn't real. Yeah. And I'm a cool teen. So, of course, reindeer aren't real because yeah. Santa and reindeer is like, nope, reindeer are a thing yeah. that exists in the world. It's true. So I just always think That's of funny. that randomly and be like, oh, reindeer aren't real. <laughs> but for this circumstance, Jacob was like, that reindeer looks a little looks weird. A little sussy baka. Uh, to what I said, I'm like, well, he's like hundreds of years old, so <laughs> it can do can do some weird stuff. But too. I mean, it was a really good done CGI reindeer, though. As I said, these I movies seem to have really a bigger budget for whatever reason that they seem the, to throw money at the Minas Tirith North Pole looked pretty cool, I thought, too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, this movie didn't really feel cheap. I didn't think at any moment. Yeah. So then the main crew is Dulce, Andy, Laurel, and John Anthony, and they stumble upon yeah. the elves the rave. after Christmas yeah, party. Yeah, it was the after party, that's Which right. starts off where you're just hearing, like, drum and bass, and I'm like, wait, is this going to be, like... see a DJ. Is this going to be Matrix Reloaded kind <laughs> of elf rave? And there is a more, like, hip-hoppy Christmas music, but then it yeah. kind, of, kind of turns into, like, rockabilly Christmas music <laughs> for a bit. And it's just loaded with sweets. All the candies you could imagine... Um, I don't know. Yeah, just rock candies and candy and cupcakes and cake and just all the stuff. <laughs> I love, I love your great mind of being like every candy you think of, rock candy, <laughs> like other candy. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned rock candy because that's something I but never like, have, but I saw it. Like it's it was like, there. It was like a know, bucket cookies, of cookies, donuts, tarts, cakes, yeah. all that stuff all coming the, from the, the same idea of elf, where yeah. you know, the elves just exist on sugar. Yeah. So I was all on and I was like, this place looks awesome. 
Andy, continuing to be a sociopath, convinces the elves that they were stationed in Ohio at a and mall. Yeah. And that's why they're late getting to And the why party. they have different clothes or something, too, I guess. And then they're like, okay. So then the party kind of happens for a long time, but nothing really. It's like, oh, the elves are all nice to them. And it's like, oh, you made this costume, John Anthony? Yeah, I did. Oh, well, it's really good. And he's like, oh, I feel good about myself. So then the party area seems to just be connected to Santa's workshop. So they slip by uh, and then they're outside again. They encounter a security camera, which seems weird. Yeah, I don't know why they would need a security camera at the North Pole. But nonetheless, like three or four of them just start throwing snowballs at it to knock it out. And none of them can hit it. Um, I don't remember who eventually Dulce hits it. Dulce it. it. And eventually hits it and it breaks. It like falls which off. Which is... Would be just as suspicious, I feel like. Because if there's a security guard watching it, that screen's just going to go black, which would... Yeah, it's like it's probably never broken before. No, so that would cause more alarm. Meanwhile, Lewis broke off and he's doing something. We are never really clear what his purpose was because we weren't paying that close of attention. Yeah, eventually he gets stuck in like some kind of like ornament ball that he rolls down and That's the biggest key. He he crashes into like a big uh, snowy Santa and it like falls apart. We're not there yet. No, but I, I don't remember what else he does in the movie. Inside the workshop, we see the actual naughty list. Which yes. It's, it's sort like of a, uh, stock market-esque. Or like of. airport terminal, oh, okay, like yeah, flipping yeah. letters yes, to show yes. names. And yeah, yeah. despite there being at least a million naughty kids, it just it showed they see, all we, their oh, names. They can see Dulce, but they only show Dulce first name. Jacob so like, Johnson. Well, it could be a hundred people. Jacob Johnson. Well, I only called that out as it was kind of relevant because we were talking about David Krumholtz and Jake Johnson Jake and Johnson. Oscar Isaac looking yeah. similar, but Bernard. Jake, Jake Johnson goes by Jake Johnson and not Jacob Jake Johnson. Johnson. Then they find an ice cave that leads down to the vault of yeah. the naughty kid toys. And this is where there's a chasm. And this is where the gymnast was supposed to just like, oh, you're just going to like a, jump across yeah. this. But instead she has like a panic attack. She's like, I can't do this. Because well, literally there, there is no fail. You just die. You just, yeah. You, you fall to your death. Um, but eventually she gets musters up the courage. Um, and like, because well, she first is like, well, I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm no, I just can't. So then the other people are walking away. Yeah. And she's like, gets into her leotard or she, she goes has it full. on her. Little girl in Lost World Jurassic Park and starts gymnastic. Yeah, she's jumping on like icicles, like which seems like they would like snap off. Jacob had a panic attack. I was freaking out. Like I I thought they were like certain to like creak and break, but they don't they never break. I mean, yeah, they were creaking, but no, they did not break. Yeah. She eventually makes it over, pushes the big button, the bridge, drawbridge falls apart, and then they have a like a falls down into place. It does not fall apart. No. (laughs) Otherwise they'd be trapped there. Yeah, it, it falls into place like a drawbridge, and then now they have to crack the safe. They they see the symbology on the safe is related to 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. Dulce starts singing it because it is one of those things where you kind I'm of just feel like you Christmas, have to sing. My true love gifted me partridge in a pair. And then the safe like dings. Like it's like, oh, you did that correctly. But then she doesn't continue to sing, and it like, oh, like, like it like cancels out. It's like, oh. You know, because you're going to have to sing the entire song in its entirety to unlock the vault. Which doesn't Which takes like a half an hour to do. Because it implies you have to, because you go one, two, one, two, three, two, one, one, two, three, four. So it would take a very long time. Yeah. Uh, But we have a couple of cutaways back to like the reindeer gathering and everything. Long story short, they get into the vault. They get into the vault. And there we see that Andy, I was really like, is he going to get something that's like secretly like, 
a good present, but no, it's just like, oh, he wanted like a fake Xbox. Yeah. Whatever the Xbox exists yeah. in this universe. Um, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what the other kind of gifts were? John Anthony wanted a sewing, a sewing machine. A really fancy like touchscreen sewing thing that you get has 200 different thread count things. His sister, Laurel, um, ends up stealing, stealing, I guess. Bethany's. The, Bethany's phone meant for her. So now she's like actually naughty. And I don't remember. And there the is some, yeah, uh, the animal girl wanted a boa constrictor. Okay, yeah, yeah. We and do see that. there's some fun stuff of like in the background, there's older style there's toys like really of people toys. who apparently were just naughty forever. Yeah. <laughs> They're just down there. Because yeah. the vault is like a big spiral that just keeps going down, down into the down. ice. Fortunately, they're able to find all their stuff pretty easily. Though. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was a fun concept. That was cool. So then they're getting out of the vaults and then they have yeah. kind of like the escape all comes together. Uh, the reindeer and sleigh, they pop in. They got the sack full of presents. There's yeah. like security alarms going off. They are picking up different kids along the way. They run into elf security. They blow through them. Then it becomes kind of a, a Return of the Jedi chase because they're on like speeder snow scooters yeah, or something. That, yeah it was it was it was giving elf vibes where they're being chased by the uh people who were always on the naughty list on the horses but like they weren't naughty they were, i don't know i just had like there's a chase scene an elf do you remember that when they're being santa's being chased by like people on horses in the park well they're not naughty list people. no they're like I don't police know. officers no i don't know <laughs> the like ultimate a, naughty like a, list people <laughs> it's like a chase scene it was it was fun it was a fun little fun little chase and there's a point, oh, one of the girls wanted like a crossbow or like a bow, right? Dulce. Yeah. So she uses her My bow. My least favorite part of the movie here. She uses her bow to shoot an inflatable Rudolph. Because I got those up in the North Pole too. And it starts flying around while it's making farting noises. It, primarily just right when it gets shot, it makes a fart noise. But then it like flies and hits some of the, the security guards. right off the snow mobiles so like they're good they're in the clear maybe they pick up the well but then there's still people on them because then they get to the santa statue and they're oh, just yeah, going yeah, around yeah. and around it yeah and then this is where deus ex lewis shows yeah. up in his big Crashes ornament bowl into or, the yeah. ball yeah like the big ornament sphere thing he's like rolling down the road with he smashes into the santa thing and it collapses onto the elves the cop elves i don't know yeah and then they all elf cops are bastards. Yeah, <laughs> they basically skadoodle on out of there. They pick up the the smallest cute kid. Yeah, Albert. Like they get at the there. gate and they have it. They try to do some kind yeah. of like Legolas getting pulled up onto the horse and yeah. like the two towers, I think. But yeah, it's just like, good. nah, it's not that cool, guys. No. But they got everybody. They're out of there. Um, we also we, we we do get throughout the movie kind of um, cut back to the airplane. Um, and it's very much like uh, Stranger Things season four, where it's like, I don't want to see anything more about the plane guy in Russia. Yeah, they're they're with Bruno. They're trying to like rush him out of there. Well, they fix his plane and they're like, yeah. well, why are you? He's like, I got to do, do a count on all my inventory now. So he's like trying to buy time. But at this point, they're like, OK, you really need to go. So he's starting up his plane and he's getting out of there. And as they're getting back to the plane, Andy sees his sister, Laurel doodling around on yeah, bethany's phone naughty. and he is aghast he's like oh what are you doing with that oh i took it you stole it yeah. I'm like, those in glass houses she's not Andy. here to get it it's mine now so she takes a selfie everybody's so happy except him andy in the background just very sad he's like what have i done to the one person i 
care about the most. It means the most to me on this, you know, trip. Yeah, everybody's just all happy and <laughs> evil, but he's just so, he's regretting it. The all. plane is taxiing further down. Hai Yoon is able to pull up right alongside it. That's the getaway driver with yeah. the reindeer. Everybody's hopping out. They haven't taken the presents yet, and they've no. left Andy behind. Andy's like, I'm the one that's in charge of this. I need to be the last one off. You know, first one on the ground, last one off. And it's like, well, I don't think he'd be able to get all those presents by himself. But of course, no, he is. He pulls up the reins and stops the the plane slave. flies away. Yeah, uh, and the plane's out of there. It escapes. Everybody's like, why? What is he doing? Why is he leaving us? Why is he, you know, doing this? And but then quickly, say has this whole thing where she's like, yeah. Andy's my fucking guy. My ride or die. Home. Andy wants to play video games. I'm like, let's smash it up. Andy wants to put my hair in a knot. <laughs> Andy wants to break into the North Pole. I don't even care about my archery set. I just am going to do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And yeah. that, that convinces them. Uh, meanwhile, Andy is he, he gets, he gets, collected yeah, by the, the cop else. And taken to Santa Claus. He is thrown in front of Santa. Oh, oh, oh Andy. He doesn't do that. Oh, oh. He pl- he's played by a very tired sounding Danny Glover. Danny Glover. So we do have two gay dads as well as a black Santa Claus. Danny Glover. Just oh. like in Christmas again. In the background, we see, I believe, all the names of all the kids on the naughty list. They're kind of like. Well, then he filters it down to the naughty nine. Yeah. So it's down to the naughty nine and he sees it and Andy's like, oh, you can't blame those People, I'm the one that got them all together to get get here. He's like, you can only blame me. So he eliminates all the other names on the list except Andy and Laurel. Yeah, he's pleading with Santa saying, Laurel's you can no, make me naughty, naughty for in, like, my entire fucking life, which is like four more years. <laughs> but then Santa's like, well, Laurel. She she took the phone and he's like, yeah, she took the fucking phone, Santa. Yeah, You're right. She take the phone. Don't worry, everybody just comes in with the elf security, so yeah, they're able to Bruno. like land easily or Bruno whatever. Bruno lands the plane, they're back there. Um, Andy, just, Andy has the great line Laurel of saying, just gives the phone right back. Like It's not like, you gotta get the phone back, Laurel. She just gives it well, back. He does say, I made you naughty. That's true. And this is where Laurel's like, but we're step-siblings. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> yikes. Yeesh. Santa gives then a speech, I think, yeah. about just being, you know, you can always turn a new leaf over and be good. We were talking about uh, Jacob was trying to figure out who Danny Glover was. He was trying to think of his name. So we weren't really listening to what Santa said. No, I was like, uh, he's in movies with Mel Gibson. Um, it's Danny, Danny Glover. And Donald Glover. No, he's in totality, maybe five minutes of this movie and uh, two scenes total. So it, it's what's so the cool. last scene going to be? Hmm. Mm, I wonder. So nobody's naughty. <laughs> hey, except... Isis, you're no good. <laughs> Santa looks to the camera and says, Isis, Isis bad. stop it. Free stop Palestine. It. I don't even know if Isis is really a thing anymore. Uh, then they get home without issues. Bruno does get his selfie with Santa. He does. Which and, I'm like, yeah. is that enough? So <laughs> I, I would have been curious to see if the photo actually shows him with Santa or if it's just like. He's like, not a you vampire. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like he's like invisible. I mean, he should have gotten like, well, and the reindeer. We were thinking the reindeer were going to oh, fly yeah. up with the plane, and it that would have been cool. That would we been thought cooler. Santa was going to give them a ride home. Yeah, none of these things no, happen. None of that happens. So Bruno only has a, a selfie with a guy dressed as Santa. I don't yeah. think he's going to convince. We should have got another scene, I think, with Bruno, but we don't. Yeah, he just. But they get home. Yeah, they get home, and there's like no consequences. Bruno doesn't get in trouble for stealing a plane and going to the North Pole. Well, we don't know about that, but um, we do see that Dulce's two gay dads. She's like. 
I got no, four brothers. They, they don't give even, a shit about me. Like, oh my God, you're home. Oh my God, we miss you so much. There you are. And then the two gay dads kiss and they hug her. And they don't they, kiss. No, they don't kiss. They might have when they walk through the door. We're just going to assume they do. Yeah, there's some kind of insert Schrogadinger's <laughs> cat joke of like, if they're inside the house and I don't see them, they're kissing or they're yeah, not kissing until I can perceive it. That's true. If two gay dads kiss in the woods and nobody's around, <laughs> did it really happen? <laughs> that was a better joke. That's okay. good. Uh, and then Andy and Laurel go home. They walk in and the parents are like, where were you? We called. Because you know, the, the cover story for Laurel was that she was staying with Bethany. The bad gymnast. Girl. And her mom's like, I thought she, Bethany hated Laurel because she sucks at gymnastics. <laughs> Andy is like, no, Laurel, don't lie. Because she was trying to say, like, I was performing for the, the, president. the president. And she's like, oh, thank God. I don't got to lie. She, and then he does tell the truth. He's like, we went to the North Pole. We did this. We did that. And the mom's like, don't tell me this bullshit. And then, like, then, like, the sister, like, kind of backs him up, you know, because he's like, she didn't enjoy it. And she's like, I did. I really did enjoy that. Because that was the cover. It was like, she was perfectly good. Yeah. I'm all bad. She hated it. And then they start to like hug and like the mom still wants to kind of like chew him out. Like, you got to stop. You're lying. And the dad's like, yo, mama, chill. They're look at they're actually having they're enjoying each other or whatever. I don't know. They they're friends. He doesn't say it like that. They're enjoying. They're each getting other. along. They're getting along. Spoken as an only child. <laughs> they're enjoying yes. each other. Siblings definitely say, yeah, I'm they're enjoying each other's <laughs> company <laughs> after they got off the naughty list. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, do, do, Wrap do. up. We get it uh, one year later, written in some snow. Yeah. Though technically it's Christmas Eve or the, the 23rd. Yeah. And this is where they're at the Griswold School. So I Ooh. think they've aged up. A yeah, year. this is a one. It says one year later. Right. Yep, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and, well, then you just backed it up by saying it's been a year. So then I just said, yeah, it has been a year. You said it was a year. And then sort of the movie said it was a year. <laughs> Check the tape, everybody. Um, uh, he gets called to the principal's office and kids in the hall are There's like, There's a chair turned around. We don't see who's in this chair in the office. And Jacob was correct in calling that it was Santa Claus. Yeah. But he, I don't think any of us were prepared for what Santa then says. No, he's like, I need you. He says, Andy. Andy. And the naughty nine. And then cut to credits. Yeah. It was like, they set it up clearly for a possible sequel. I would say this is like, not even like a cliffhanger, like there could be a, I mean, this kind of eh. seems like there is going to be one. But Danny Glover's an old man. I'm, yeah, I wonder how much Danny Glover got for this movie. But, because I actually read a letterbox review that had this line in it. I thought they were just joking. Oh, so, did it say Danny Glover says it or? Yeah, was, oh. <laughs> I think maybe it was even tagged as a spoiler, but I'm like, well, that's just the joke. We need you. Uh, but it, it was, I was like, I didn't even think of that line in this moment because it's just all, this was reading completely as, Iron Man 1 post credit scene. Oh. Nick Fury saying, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. Yeah. And this was like completely that. Or Danny Glover's got like a suit and a bowler hat yeah, on. Yeah, that's a weird so I'm here to talk to you Santa? about stopping. Fast forward to a little bit from now. 9-11. I need that 9 Overall, this movie. It was fun. I, I, yeah, it wasn't. I don't think there were really too many. I don't know. I don't think there was really an annoying character. I didn't think that the movie eh, was cheap. I didn't like Lewis. We didn't talk that much about Lewis because I didn't like him. He wasn't naughty, which no. maybe explains why whenever he was talking, I wanted to bully him. He was kind of similar to 
I think I said that about one of the characters in the slumber party. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I uh, I thought the movie looked good. It didn't feel really cheap. I liked the acting of the. I mean, the kids were a lot younger than I think we we normally. You don't like Troll Boy though. No, <laughs> no. I mean, once you got in his elf, you know, kind of outfit, he kind of you know filled. So in the weird role. thing about him is, I think he just doesn't play well as naughty. He he. No, he I seems think innocent. His, I guess his face or... is, and some of his other roles, I think, he's just yeah. maybe innately good natured. But then when he's playing up like his sociopathic side where he's lying and coming off as the good he's boy. He's getting dumber. It just makes, it gives a creepy vibe. It's very like Macaulay yeah. Culkin in The oh, Good Son kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Would you say this is better or worse than Christmas again? Uh, probably better. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do like the, the aspect of the Groundhog Day. Can't go wrong with those kind of movies. Yeah, um, I have got away like, oh, it didn't have enough references to other movies. I mean, Griswold and... Uh, well, you didn't uh, even catch that. No, I didn't. But that's still fun. Um, no, I don't know. I like I mean, this one more than Christmas again. I don't know. I, I would maybe kind of rate them equally. I think they're just both kind of fun. Both starring characters that are truly naughty. Like, she definitely yeah. was naughty in Christmas again. Yeah. No, I, I think I think they're both uh, fun movies. If you're looking to get like a... If you're like a you know young kid, you know... Eight, nine, ten. You're looking to get into <laughs> if you're Christmas a young movies. kid and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I got some questions. I, I think this would be like a good ent- entrance point for people, you know, into liking, like, oh, you know, that's a fun Christmas movie. I don't a know good entry know. point into what Christmas loving <laughs> Christmas movie. Christmas <laughs> movies. This is a good starter Christmas movie. <laughs> yes, if you're like an Amish person who's never <laughs> experienced Christmas <laughs> or something, I would say this wouldn't be a good Christmas starter movie. What would you recommend? I wouldn't recommend. There's no such thing as a starter Christmas movie. Everybody's got to find a movie that they that sparks their love for Christmas films. Is um, this a movie that could do that? Sure, about, it's being fed into the feed of Disney Plus. As we talked about in our drive out. here, they're trying every to, movie you ever watch, not including some you know, yeah. truly bad movies. That That's someone's favorite, favorite movie, movie is Christmas. True. We we had a person write in who said their favorite movie was. Like cowbells or something. Oh, I was well, like, okay. Why not? Yeah. That is a good prompt. We don't always have one. So, yeah, write into us what would it be your starter? <laughs> what, yeah. what would he recommend? What would be your entry point? Uh, that is a whole new pod at gmail.com where you can send those in. I've uh, talked about it a little bit before. Could the nine, the naughty nine have stopped? The naughty nine eleven. The naughty nine eleven. Uh, maybe. I mean, they set their mind to anything. We might see if they truly do name. Do you think they make a sequel? A and do they call it the Naughty Nine Two, oh. or do they call it the Naughty Nine Colon Eleven? Uh, Santa's back, Jack. Candy <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> back. I, I think I I don't know. I don't. I I think they really did set this up for like a sequel. But I, again, it all depends. Obviously, I'm sure like how the reception is. Like if it gets enough clicks or views, and then you know this month. I mean, since I, I have I mean, so many it, kid actors in this, it can't be like the casting besides Danny Glover. The budget yeah. couldn't have been that expensive. I no. don't know if in the sequel Winslow Fagley is going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to double my price. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I think this is like the clearest setup I've seen for a sequel of almost any decom. Like, I mean, it literally like it ends the movie saying. We need the naughty Not nine. Not quite the clearest because we had two Descendants movies where the characters look at the camera and said, oh, "You didn't think this was the end of the story, did you?" <laughs> but fair enough. Other than that, yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 I, I think there's absolutely a sequel idea out there, whether or not it gets made, who knows? 
Um, well, and yeah. there was a great sequel tease that in Under Wraps one where we're like, uh, can we see the gay dads? Can we see them kiss? <laughs> we need to have a sequel. Gay dads, gay dads. All right. So yes, they would have stopped nine eleven. Yeah. And then it would become Christmas every day. Wow. I really fully intended to buy a pop for a whole new pop. It wouldn't have been a good one. None of the there are no special Mountain Dews. No, uh, no Christmas. But I've had a lot out. of podcasts. Well, just one podcast where I've heard the same ad where they've been advertising Starry, what which is, is the Sierra Mist replacement from Pepsi. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck are they trying to pull on people of advertising Starry? But Weird. I meant to buy it at work. And uh, why would they get rid of Sierra Mist? Because it was a horrible soda. So is this not the same flavor? I think it's a similar lemon lime kind of thing. Yeah. It would have been an unexciting flavor test, uh, but maybe it maybe it'll pull Starry entering into the new year. But yeah. I just forgot to buy it from a vending machine at work. And I the place where my my office building, I don't know if they would have had Starry. I forgot to check, but the vending machine there usually has expired soda because they <laughs> they'd never refill it. So Fair enough. my apologies, though, I think Jacob has gotten plenty of lip smacks in already. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried out. to work in a couple, you know, with McCulkin and. <laughs> Griswold. So with that, we are approaching then kind of the end of the main feed. Phase one. Maybe phase one. The yeah. main main feed or yeah. the the podcast as you've known it up to this point. We seemingly, unless Disney zigs on us, we have completed all of the Disney Channel original movies. No. We've done a few Disney original movies for good measure. So now entering into 2024. This will be our last episode of the year. Yeah. We're going to enjoy the holidays. We each got plans. We got family coming, all of that stuff. But yeah. looking ahead, there could be some times where we record extra episodes, but I think we're going to try at the bare minimum. It's not, it's not a hefty ask to do one episode a month, yeah. not setting a specific time it'll be uploaded. It could be a Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Yeah. You won't know. It'll pop up, and hopefully it'll be exciting for you. Yeah. But one plan we've talked about before and we'll definitely post have dustin post on twitter and we'll put a post on youtube to uh let people know ahead of time is i think sometime in january so it could replace our first episode uh of our next phase but we've got a couple ideas that we could do for the first episode but we're gonna do a live stream where me and jacob Create our tier list Ooh. of all of the Disney Channel original movies. Let's go. However long it takes. It hours. could be hours. We might Days. need snacks set aside. Or it could be 30 minutes because Jacob's like, <laughs> I don't remember this movie. <laughs> I don't remember this movie. I don't really remember this movie, but I kind of remember liking remember it. That. But then I don't like it. Oh, what do we do? Nostalgia. All, all the movies from the 90s are going to be in my top 10. So you might get a, a sneak peek where... I might yeah. do like a test live stream through the the podcast YouTube channel. I did a little bit of testing because I have some basic streaming equipment. It should be pretty straightforward. Uh, so look forward to that, I think. Yeah, look forward. And, and going through our normal wrap-up stuff. Do you, do you want to do it, Jacob? Since we like, came to blows off of the mic last episode. Like, comment, subscribe to YouTube. Check out AWM Pod on Twitter slash X. Um, leave some. <laughs> you're so bad. Oh, okay. I know you. You were fair. You were saying Twitter or X, but I thought you were saying like uh, awnpod slash x dot com. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I'm. I'm. 
I'm eating my own words here. I, I'll leave you to it, Jay. You are you are the Griffin of plugging the pod. You, you, you know what you need to do. I'm I mean, it usually does work best when it's one dedicated yes. person. Go, go pop off King. Most podcast episodes I listen to, it's probably like nobody actually listens to the wrap up. Yeah. And certainly the other host is probably like, I need to go to the bathroom or something. Where Jacob's <laughs> like, no, I want to get in on this. ADHD. So, specifically, if you want to find us easily on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash a whole new pod, which if you're not subscribed already, you should be, especially so that you can see when that live stream goes live. And I believe YouTube kind of just automatically archives it. So That'll be a rare opportunity where you can get unedited content. I don't think anybody's really asked for it. Maybe besides Dustin. Dustin's gotten to live it sometime. But that'll be unfiltered. Us. Raw. (laughs) Straight up. As well as no edits. I'm not going to edit no video or anything like that. Uh, And then, of course, find us on your podcast platforms of choice. Apple, Google, uh, Spotify. Rate us and review us where you can. And... You got the Twitter, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Any final words you got for us, Jacob? Well, I would say I hope you have a a happy holiday season, whatever it may be you celebrate. If you don't celebrate, well, have a happy new year. If you're a gay dad and you don't celebrate. um, But yeah, have a a happy holiday season, a good new year, and we'll, you know, see it next year. I, I would reiterate all of that. Be good to each other. Enjoy your time. Hopefully this is a good holiday present a christmas present jacob maybe is afraid to say but i'll say it to the woke police happy christmas because i'm british wow (laughs) merry christmas a christmas present for you and we finished out the year to which we can say fuck the haters out of spite we watch all these damn fucking disney channel we We made it we did every two weeks suck jacob's movie erect (laughs) movie reference (laughs) erect (laughs) uh Fuck Merry Sa- Christmas. Fuck Sam Blazing. <laughs> no, Jake. <laughs>